Hello, I'm Mario Taniguzzi, Managing Editor of Canada's Podcast, taking care of business with Arlene Dickinson today, who is with, bear with me, going to list all your... <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> okay, first of all, she's CEO of Venture Park Labs. I have to look at my notes here. She's Managing General Partner uh, with District Ventures Capital, Co-Managing Partner M&A with Believe Co-Partners, and a dragon on Dragon's Den. Have I missed anything, Arlene? No, Mario, I, 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 between the hours of three and four, I try to just sleep. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> All right, we're gonna talk about uh, small business uh, and uh, what it takes to be an entrepreneur, especially in this time when uh, it's quite difficult. What, I guess, you know, when you look at all the uh, the factors that are out there and the challenges that entrepreneurs face, how can an entrepreneur survive in these times? You know, part of, part of survival today, I believe, is just trying to not pay too much attention to the news cycles that are going on because there is so much negativity out there and it's so easy to get trapped into thinking, you know, what am I doing? Am, am I reading the market right? Is the market going to change again tomorrow? And, and so that creates like a lack of momentum and it creates a, like an uncertainty that is very crippling for entrepreneurs. So sometimes I just tell people to not pay so much attention to the news because yeah. tomorrow will be something else on interest rates are up, interest rates are down. We're in a recession. We're not in a recession. You know, um, businesses are moving, you know, the brain, like, cost of living, you know, everything. I mean, and it could go, you go, okay, maybe now's not the best time to start a business, but I actually think those are the best times to start businesses. So it's a good, it's can be a good side to the downside. Why, why, uh, why do you think that way? Because, because a lot, two reasons. One of them is, is that you learn a scrappiness when you start a business in, um, in hard, difficult times, you do learn a scrappiness of how to make do with less and how to you know be more perhaps innovative or in, apply more ingenuity to your processes etc and the other thing is that you know in downturns people tend to retract and that leaves a void in the marketplace i mean yes the market might shrink 10 20 percent but there's still 80 percent of the business being done out there and if people are leaving the market that actually leaves a void in the market for somebody to fill so you know there's lots of empirical data that says if you market and build through a recession you actually not only do better through the recession, but you do better after it too. What are some of the common mistakes you see that uh, entrepreneurs make? They underestimate how much money, time, and energy it's going to take. Those are the, I think that's really it. I mean, they, they run, the number one job for any entrepreneur is not to run out of capital. At the end of the day, you can't run out of cash. And mm -hmm. a lot of times people um, think that the cash will just come. And in today's world where raising funds and raising uh, investment dollars is so difficult, getting money from the banks, getting money from um, investors is very difficult. You have to always be thinking about, you know, your runway and do you have enough money in the bank for the next two years, you know, next year and a half. Like you can't be operating on, like run out of cash in the next four months. I better go look in three months for money. That's too late by then. Mm -hmm. So when you, um, you look at it, this environment again, uh, how do businesses actually grow in this environment? I think you grow again, scrappiness. You have to, you have to be scrappy. I think they, um, you grow by paying attention to what the market needs and wants. 
you can get so hung up on what you're doing and delivering that you'd forget whether you have the product market fit or whether you right, have the right unit economics. So, you know, how they can grow is by ensuring the basic fundamentals of their business are smart and aligned. Do they have the right unit economics? Do they have the right strategy? Do they have the right um, plan in place? You know, these things, people forget those things. They get right to tactics. They spend money. They And then they wonder why it didn't work. You can't grow if you're not driven by a strategy. You have to have a plan. Mm-hmm. So have a plan, stick to the plan, be aware of what the market needs. And, you know, I would say don't be afraid to take the risk at a time when people are telling you that the market is bad. That is maybe the opportunity for you to win. Okay. Even though, you know, a lot of these things exist and all these challenges, do you, uh, you know, do you think a lot of people are discouraged from starting up something and, and being an entrepreneur because of these challenges? Yeah, although I've, I've read somewhere the other day, Mario, that there's still a lot. I mean, there's a lot of bankruptcies, unfortunately, of small business right now, yeah. but there still is a, a, a large number of people starting businesses in today's environment. It's it's easy to get discouraged and not want to start today, but I yeah I think that there's there's still lots of activity out there. You can't keep an entrepreneur down, yeah. and that's the beauty of it, right? Like we 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 see opportunity everywhere we look, and so you know I think I think you're always going to see somebody going ah I need to do that and I need to do it now. Yeah, why do you think people start businesses in these times? Like sometimes like people they, they're laid off. They, they could have been laid off from their job and they've always wanted to start a business and they've decided to use this as a time to reinvent themselves and to the entrepreneurs that they believe they are and can be. Um, that happens all the time. We reinvent because something bad's happened in our life and then we go, hey, I want to do these other things. I'm going to use this as a chance to do it. People go through change in their lives, divorce. They hit 40. They decide they want to <laughs> try something new. Um, I think I remember 40, but it's quite a while ago now, but I think, think I remember 40 still. Um, but that, because I believe that the, the majority of successful businesses that are startups are people who are over 40 when they start them. So, you know, change in jobs, change in life, change in circumstances, sometimes is a motivator to start a business. What do you look for uh, as an investor in a company? I look for an entrepreneur who is very self-aware and and knows what they know and also knows what they don't. I look for um, somebody who's proven, as I said, the product market fit and and understands their unit economics and knows kind of where their business is headed. Somebody who is perhaps looking, you know, at a glass upside down and see something different than I might see when the glass is the right way up. And so I like people who view things differently, have um, created a team around them that is interesting and multifunctional and multidisciplinary because it's also important that you just don't rely on one person and who is very self-aware, as I said, I think those are my key things. Okay. And where's the opportunity today in different sectors of the, of the economy? Where's the opportunity to become an entrepreneur, to start something and to grow? Mario, I would, uh, listen, for me, it, it squarely lies in our food and, and agricultural and health space. I think 
Canada is a nation where we have so many amazing raw ingredients that we ship to other countries who then process them and turn them into products we buy back. We can, um, we can take all the experience and expertise we have in the health sector and in the agricultural sector and create food product that can actually be exported around the world. So I'm doubling down big time and in investing in businesses in the food and health consumer goods space um, that are Canadian because we have so much to offer and we can take that last mile of commercialization and make all the margin on it. And mm. I think we need to do more of that. Is there anything you're staying away from? I haven't bought any crypto. <laughs> <laughs> I have to understand it first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know. Something about some block. I don't know. It's all Greek to me. No, yeah. I mean, I haven't been into, I don't go into you know, those types of, they're too volatile. I, I look for more proven market opportunities, but you know, people have made and lost a lot of money in that space, but I, I don't invest there. Okay. Now I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, social media and, uh, and its importance. Uh, yeah. Do you think uh, a company or an entrepreneur uh, is kind of falling behind if they're not on social media? Oh, I think it's a double-edged sword. I think you can fall behind if you're not on it, but I think you can also get obsessed with it and think that it's the answer to all you know your problems. And so social media is a very, it's a slippery slope. It can be a very big distraction from your building of your business. It depends if you're, of course, if you're building an online business that relies on influencers and, and, and e-commerce and you're going to spend time and energy on social. But I, I, I think there's a fine line you do need a brand, you need to have a presence, but you've got to be very careful that it doesn't like suck the life out of you because you're spending 80% of your time wondering if somebody liked your post or not. Yeah. So you need it. You absolutely need it. You should apply it properly, but um, it's not a panacea to the real challenge you have, which is strategy generally. So what, what advice would you give to a, a, an entrepreneur that that's quite small uh, that has to be, you know, uh, on social media, but obviously, you know, they're spending their time on their business trying to do, you know, get their business done. Uh, what advice would you give them about getting into social media? You know, there's lots of good social media people out there that you can hire on contract who can at least make sure that you have a presence, but you can't just hand over the keys to your social kingdom if they don't have direction as to what you want them to say, because nothing's worse than spending money on, you know, resources and, and skill sets that don't deliver against a strategy again. So, you know, I would suggest that they, you know, engage people, hire people to help them. Again, if you don't have the budget, you're going to have to think about doing it yourself, but set time aside in a day, like say to yourself, I'm going to do it here. And this is what I'm going to, you know, instead of going to checking it every five minutes to see whether or not you need to post something new today. Again, it's, it's, it's a trap sometimes for a time where people are so time restrained when they're starting a business. All right. Wonderful. And uh, just to circle back, just when we're looking again at the whole picture right now, um, for small business in Canada with all its challenges. What's your outlook for the future? I've always been a pragmatic optimist. I, I, I want to believe that while the world right now seems to be spinning crazily out of control, Mario, and there are so many competing factors that have a lot of people very concerned, I do still maintain a, a deep faith in our ability to 
recognize how to solve problems as a, as a human race and to figure out how to hopefully move ahead. And I, I still believe that good can overcome bad. So I'm still, I'm, I'm very, uh, listen, I'm starting my sec. I've got my second fund underway. I'm investing in businesses. I'm looking to the future. I believe heartily in entrepreneurialism and its value in our economy. And I believe that people um, will persevere. So I'm, I'm optimistic in, you know, but as I said, I'm pragmatically optimistic. I know that there's stuff around us we have to take care of. We've got to be contributors to society as well as expect to win with society. All right, wonderful. Well, thanks uh, very much, Arlene, for joining us today. Maria, it's always such a pleasure to talk to you, to see you. I, I, I love your new setup, by the way. I do miss the scotch bar, though. I don't know. I, no, I like Don is my scotch bar in the back. <laughs> Next time. It's secretly still back there. <laughs> All right. That was Arlene Dickinson, uh, uh, who is a well-known entrepreneur in Canada with a number of different ventures. I'm Mario Tonaguzzi, Managing Editor of Canada's Podcast, Taking Care of Business Today. Thanks for joining us.